0: Contact Centre Focus, the reality training podcast.
1: Hello, and you have tuned in to another episode of Contact Centre Focus. And Bob E and I are going to focus in on the big topic of retention. That's what we're going to look at. And we hope to retain your interest for about 10 minutes or so on this topic So I'm going to kick off by asking Bob a question. Go as big a picture as you like. We're going to talk about you start in a world of business and you're trying to win new business and then you're trying to keep hold of it. And now we have contact centers all over the world with retention departments. So what do you think people are missing the point on? What's the most important thing to start with on this very topic? I think that
0: retention is often the wrong word. They call it retention. What it really is, is reselling. That's what it is. You're reselling the thing that the person's got. So retention is, I've got a subscription with you, an annual thing that I pay for, and I think I'm paying too much for it. So I'm going to come through to you and complain about that and threaten to take my business elsewhere. That's the last thing you want. So you need to resell me the value of this thing that you've sold me. Now, the problem with it is, very often, that reselling element is forgotten. And for something that's quite mundane, like a utility, then actually we forget about selling the service and the company and the value, and we go straight into price. And so often a retention conversation can be very price-led, And in some ways, you can understand that because the customer has phoned in for for that reason. But that doesn't mean you can't talk about the value and talk about the comparison and talk about the strength of the brand. And I think that's the thing that we'd like to focus on is people understanding that you are reselling properly from the start, in some cases, this thing that they're buying. What do you think?
1: Well, yeah, I I love that. I think that's probably the maybe the most important thing that we can leave listeners with is that you've got to resell it. I think the only thing I'd place historically upon it is that before the invention of various things being piped into our homes, we would gather wood and coal for our heating. All of these things really are relatively new. It's all this endless software or piping in of data, piping in of a phone line, subscription to some form of television, mobile phone, as Bob said, utilities, In the grand scheme of things, this is the only thing you've ever known. Many people are alive. But actually, because there's no way on scale an individual can come to your home, sit down, discuss it with you, these things have to sit within contact centres. What I think people working in contact centres forget, and this is my big tip, is they're doing this all day long and talking to customer after customer that seems or appears to have the same issue. But I can assure you, if you look at your screens that customer may phone in only once a year. And they have completely forgotten the previous conversation. They've even forgotten who they're with half the time. They scrabble around, look for their electronic bill. Who am I with these days? Eon, who are we with? They pick up the call because there's a problem with the meter reading or whatever it might be, or they think they're paying too much. They don't know you from Adam. They know of the brand a bit. And you have to imagine... It's your first call that day, every single one. You need to rewipe the slate and think, here is a customer, what would make them want to stay with us? And the other thing, which is a spin-off of that, which is connected to reselling, you look at their account, you have all this data your company are paying for, all this data capture and algorithms and what might they have. Just consider that consumer, ask them some questions. They may have the wrong thing. They may need more of your things. And you might, do you know what, be able very often to grow their connection because they haven't got the right thing. And I think when a consumer reaches an outcome going, I called my ex-company today, they actually asked me a few things I really hadn't considered. I've ended up changing what I had. My policy wasn't good enough. It didn't have my son on it. It wasn't the right size, whatever it might be. It's now this. That was utterly refreshing So I think they're a good organization. Boom, done. And I think we get bogged down into all these other areas that our episodes are looking at, like compliance and AHT and all of this stuff. But the topic of retention, let's go around the world just saying what it is really is you're reselling the brand, the value of you to every single person who calls.
0: Now, there's one other element to this, which I think is really important. This links into our other Podcast on disloyal bonding, but I think it's particularly relevant for retention. So, quite often, a retention call is generated because the company has sent a letter to a customer to say, Hello there, your policy or your deal or your tariff or whatever it is you're buying is renewing on this date, and here's the new cost. And the letter is sent knowing that a high percentage of people will go, Oh, that seems a bit it's steep, I'm going to pick up the phone and have a conversation about that. We know the calls are going to come in, and we know that the letter has generated that call. It's really important on a retention call not to say things like, oh, yeah, yeah, they send out these letters, and um, yeah, I mean, no one ever actually pays those prices. Uh, You've called me, and don't worry, I'm going to sort it out for you. That's totally disloyal, totally untruthful, totally misleading. And, you know, of course, that's not true either, because there's plenty of customers who get those letters and don't even bother to ring and just accept the price rise. And so actually, you know, that isn't the case. And so really, for retention training, you need to think about the integrity. You know, yes, you have been sent that renewal letter. Yes, that is the best price that we've come up with at the moment. Ah, your circumstances have changed. In what way have they changed? Right, it's a different car or a different mileage or your circumstances are different or your energy use has dropped or whatever it may be. Then you can relook at the price. But you don't say, oh, yeah, we were trying to rip you off and now you've phoned me up, I can do something for you. That's totally wrong. So retention is very much about re-supporting the brand and its existence, and what it's there to do. And I hope that people will understand that retention isn't just about the price. It's about reminding you, here is a really great company. We're really good at what we do. And here's why you should stay with us.
1: And the other thing I would connect on to retention is if you work in retention, there's already an investment in engaging you, the entire contact center, everybody supporting that. It costs a business money to run this very department. Most services and I know many of you think you're selling a product, but you're not really because you're attached to it and there's personalization involved. It's really a service. Nearly every service in the world increases in price every single year. And that's from a domestic service of paying somebody to do your ironing, somebody to clean your house, somebody to cut your lawn, somebody to whatever it is, to a what you might consider a utility service, the supply of broadband. the supply, Nearly every single service goes up in price every single year. And if you think that what you're selling isn't worth it, you've got to do some work on you before you even speak. Mm. We talk to our clients and we say to them, we often ask this question, do you think what you provide now is better value now at today's rates than it was even five years ago when your proposition wasn't at the level it is now? Nearly everybody in the room to a person goes, oh no, even though on paper it's this much, it's so much better than it was it's worth way more than it is today, than it was even five years ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. So everything goes up in cost. Retention is the reselling, and that helps you with the price increase. And it also means that the company, the company's costs have gone up. Your salary's gone up. The cost of living has gone up. Everything has gone up. So you need to sell yourself on reselling. You need to sell yourself on not being disloyal and talking to the customer in a derogatory way that... The mass marketing is incorrect and no one reads it. That's all dreadful and you need to be clear on the cost.
0: Now, the other thing is that not only must you be clear on that cost, you must believe or sound as though you believe that it is worth the money. Now, let's imagine that you are somebody who lives with your parents perhaps or lives with a larger group of people. And so you pay a small proportion of what you earn to the running of the place that you live. You may not be fully aware of what the full costs are. And let's think energy. Energy these days could be two, 300 pounds a month easily in the current climate or more. And for many of us, that's such a lot of money. You think, why would I pay all that just for electricity, just for gas? And that's because we're at a different stage of our lives. And so every time a customer comes through to us and goes, oh, I'm paying a fortune, I'm afraid we mustn't agree with them. As much as we might think, oh, it's a fortune. Well, it's an increased amount of money, but we don't know what people can and can't afford. People's disposable incomes are their own private business. Just because we can't afford something doesn't mean that other people can't. It doesn't mean that what they're being sold isn't actually good value. So there is a really important thing to get around your head that different people have different circumstances, different ages have different reasons to have various types of income. And we need to believe that what we're selling is good value at whatever price it is.
1: And just attached to that, we know that consumers often take half a day out a Saturday morning, and they got these things that have been piling up on their kitchen table, I've got a call about my mobile, I've got a call about the gas, and they do it in a block. And they're adding these amounts together going, gosh, each month I'm paying X on all these things but you must work on the individual value of what you are in control of. We just keep banging this drum. It's worth what it is when you understand the customer and how it benefits them. So that's what retention is. It's retaining that understanding and delivery of your goods, if you like.
0: Now, the other thing is retention is very profitable from a business point of view, because as a brand new customer, the organization would have had to do something to get me. It would have had to do some advertising. It would have had to do internet advertising. It would have had to promote what it does in order to attract me to become a new customer. A retention customer is already a customer. So there's no cost in that second, third, fourth year to get the customer. It's just that conversation that you have with that individual. So in that sense, retention is incredibly profitable because the marketing costs at most will be a letter or an email or a phone call. So I think there is a great opportunity with retention to generate business, which is very profitable. If you do it in the right way, you can keep those people for years. And that is business that you haven't had to generate year on year. You've just had to keep it. That's why it's such a really important channel for many, many different brands, because the cost of keeping those customers is so much less than a new customer.
1: Mm -hmm. There's so much work to do in this field because there are people who are completing conversations quickly and cancelling customers without any reselling going on at all and believing they're being efficient. There's a lot of work to do in this space and the retention nut is not cracked. So uh, there's plenty of work to do. All right, Bobby, that's a good intro. We can always go into more detail on some of these topics later, but consider Absolutely. you know, audit yourself against those points that we've raised or audit your team against that. And perhaps just think about the quality of reselling rather than just closed questions where the customer doesn't feel valued. And then you do become just one of many. You've got to stand out through your skills. Okay, folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on another one soon. Bye for now. See you next time. Oh,